What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Yo, oi. And Katie. And we're back with another episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our last episode. I'm not rooting for everyone black. We get a lot of uh, a lot of people enjoyed it. We also get KT. She just took a leap of faith and got Stacy Patton. Stacy Patton said she gonna listen to it after we get through dragging her in them past <laughs> episodes. <laughs> and I hope she listened to them too, because what we say still stands. We're just glad that you gave us that publicity, Stacy. Hope we, you enjoyed the episode as well. Um, yeah. Also, don't forget you can listen to us on. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, tune in, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you can find a podcast. Hit us up on social media, Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast, and Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. We also have a merch shop finally out. Last week we released it, TIOPodcast.com slash shop. Don't forget, if you want to win free merch, you are to go to tiopodcast.com slash shop or tiopodcast.com slash survey. Fill out the survey, and then we're going to have you make one more step. DM us, let us know that you filled it out so we can keep counting everybody that's filled out the survey, and then you will be in the drawing to win a free T-shirt and phone case if you did the long interview. I mean, if you did the long survey and a sticker, if you did the short survey. So fill all those out. We're using it. We want to be better for you guys. We want to grow the brand. We want, uh, you know, we just want to improve. So we need your feedback because you're the people that actually listen to us. You know what I'm saying? So do that. All right. So let's get right into it. I'm not going to be the head of the episode. I know it's a shocker. Um, KT is going to be the head of this one. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. So I'm just going to leave it to her. You know, um, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started here. Um, more recently, I posted a thread on Twitter. I don't know if some people read it or whatever, but uh, I basically went in to say, and I'll just kind of read through it a little bit, is that, you know, I've recently uh, signed up for Planet Fitness and started going to the gym on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single time I go to the gym, I get three points every time I go. And eventually I can add up and I can get a free t-shirt from my gym. Okay. Uh, also, after I go to the gym, sometimes I can have a hydro massage or like a regular massage and a regular massage chair. And basically I can do all of this with $30 of a month. And uh, I don't know about y'all, but for me, that's really, that's impressive. You know, I can go to the gym as much as I want. It's a 24-hour uh, gym and uh, I don't have a limit on how many times I can go during one day or during one month. Um, I say all of this to say that today's episode is going to be about fitness culture. Okay. Um, and it's going to be about fitness culture under the sense that I don't, I'm still not necessarily impressed with fitness culture, period. Okay. Um, so my first question for you guys is, do you know what fitness culture is? And uh, do you also go to the gym? I go to the gym rarely. I go when my sister is here mm-hmm. and she kind of like gets me motivated to go. Mm-hmm. But then if I do go, I like to go really late. I have a membership to a 24 hour gym. So I like to go really, really late at night, like 
midnight, 11 o'clock midnight, when I know really nobody's going to be there. Uh, so fitness office. culture is basically a culture that is surrounded around going to the gym and then as well as being healthy. It's not necessarily a way that someone makes you feel when you go. It's just the actual conscious effort uh, or a culture, so to speak, that media and uh, we have built around going to the gym and our health and fitness. Uh, Joy, you said you go to the gym really, really late at night. Why? Why do you wait so late to go? Uh, one, because I'm just lazy. But two, I'm busy throughout the day, and I'm busy throughout the day. But really, I don't like to go work out in front of other people. I don't want I don't want to go work out and then have them look at me struggling to 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 do this setup or do this crunch on this ball that I don't even think I need to do it on. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking at me like you can tell she don't come here, and they're just. I feel like they're snickering in their minds, but that's my own insecurity. So that's just how I feel. <laughs> and that's why I go late. Okay. Uh, so I definitely understand where you're coming from because like I'm saying, uh, Planet Fitness, it considers itself like a judgment-free zone. But like even, even myself, the same way, I feel exactly the same. I feel like if I don't go late at night or if I don't go at a time where there aren't a lot of people there that they're going to laugh at me and they're just going to look at me as like the fat girl for their own inspiration. Well, do you think, do you think, do you think it's like like that? that Because I remember, I have a story. Me, KT and I uh, occasionally uh, frequent the gym together, you know, like once a week. And, um, she be uber, she always thinking folks is looking at her and she be uber self-conscious about it. And I don't think it's really what other people are doing. I think it's just you projecting your feelings towards a situation because she could be doing, I'd be like, come over here, let's do these dumbbells. I, uh, I feel embarrassed. Like she could, she could just make a mistake and just make like, one little mistake. I'm embarrassed. Everybody looking at me and like nobody's looking at her. So I think some sometimes it's that fitness culture is that I will say absolutely. People, a lot of times, people be coming in there and judging somebody that look real big and, uh, you know, might be saying stuff. But a lot of the times, people are minding their own business. As long as you're not using an an equipment extremely wrong, like, you know, trying to fly with the cables, uh, people ain't ain't studying. KT. But I don't always think that's true. I really don't. Like, and you're right. Part of it may be, like, my own self-conscious. But I think that uh, that self-consciousness is definitely warranted in uh, a culture that is so hounded on thin, toned bodies. And, like, I'm the exact opposite of that. But I feel like Planet Fitness, if if they were literally judgment-free, all their staff are like either one really thin bodies or two they're like super hyper muscular and also thin and I know what you guys are saying you guys are saying well uh shouldn't they do that as a marketing thing because you don't want to go in there and see a fat person at the desk and uh they want to represent things that you can actually do uh, and uh excel to in their fitness center but like the thing is is that I feel I would feel so much more comfortable as a fat person going to the gym if there were actual bodies 
who actually represented me at the front desk because being fat does not necessarily mean that you're not healthy or fit. Like those two things can be separate. Like they can be separate things. Obviously you can be fat and unhealthy, but you can also be thin and unhealthy, you know? So I think it would be better. And I feel as if Planet Fitness would get their marketing point across better if they were really non-judgmental. Hmm. And yeah, you're right. I, I, I do think, you know, people are like, well, they want people, they, they want, um, you know, they want fit people in working at the desk so then they'll know. Or they want skinny or muscular people so that, you know, people will be like, oh, okay, well, they're doing good work here. I want to look like them. But I think, like KT was saying, I think it would be actually better marketing to have people that actually look like the other people so it wouldn't be so much of that, um, like you said, intimidation. And um, if it really is a judgment-free zone, then that's something you would see, you would think. But, I mean, it's really just a marketing tool. I don't think it's like some revolutionary culture where everyone's going to be accepted and loved. And people have their uh, biases and people are trash sometimes. So, yeah, I can I can most definitely understand that. And I kind of want to talk about you, Gabby, because... Um... You follow a lot of fitness uh, athletes and things like that on Instagram, right? I do. A lot. Okay. So my question for you is, is that when you're going on on Instagram and you have all of these people that you follow, Mm -hmm. how does, why, why, why are you so, maybe not obsessive, but why is it so important for you to uh, follow these people? I follow these people because they're body goals most of the time i know a lot of times i'm not going to be able to obtain the perfect exact body as them but it gives me motivation i'm like okay well if i need to get in the gym so i can at least get close to them it kind of gives me motivation to get into the gym that's my motivation some people they don't want to look at it because it makes them feel depressed and makes them feel worthless i look at it because it makes me feel depressed and worthless but then it also makes me go to the gym and work out so i use them as my yeah i do that Okay, but don't you think that's kind of unhealthy? Like, no, it makes you feel worthless. It shouldn't. Don't it you think that I'm you being, should? I'm being, I'm being over exaggerating. I'm over exaggerating. I'm not. It don't make me feel worthless. I'm just like, dang, I wish I took steroids. That's pretty much the most. Uh, you know, that's pretty much what. The most <laughs> I know, and that is so. To me, what? I don't know. That's that's unhealthy. That's unhealthy. It's not and unhealthy. It's not unhealthy. Yes, it is. No, For it's you not to wish that it is. No, 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 no. It's it'd be unhealthy if I was like, I mean, we can talk about steroids in another day because you know that's that's this and that, but it's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, I I dream about it every night. Oh, I just wish I had some steroids. Oh, I just wish I had some steroids. No, most of the time it's like, dang, these folks look good. I got to get myself together and make sure I'm working out and doing what I need to do. Now, I've never gotten to the point where I was obsessing and went to the gym every single day and like worked out for three hours you know i i you know i try to be responsible with myself but it it does give me that push just like some people like to go to like fitspo um on instagram watch look at before and afters of people that's lost a lot of weight i like to look at people that that uh are bodybuilders and weightlifters and stuff like that so uh let me give you some a uh a little thing from insider they say that Experts say that Instagram's typical fitness images, which primarily glorify thin, toned bodies, 
are often unhelpful and possibly harmful. Uh, the reason why they say that is due to the fact that these type of images uh, actually show like, or they actually put you in a mental uh, characteristic of like body dysmorphia disorder. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I think, and Gabby, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, so I don't sure really know. But sometimes the way you obsess about your food and the way you obsess about how you can't eat bad or when am I going to have my six pack abs or uh, let me go on to Instagram so I can feel shitty about myself and then go to the gym. <laughs> uh, it kind of plays into that body dysmorphia. Do you think for yourself that you have body dysmorphia? I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm no, just, because body I'm dysmorphia just playing is is looking at your body and not seeing stuff as it was. Now, when, I, when I'm, I'm bulking now, but when I was cutting and I was losing weight and stuff like that and I had a six-pack ab, I was like, yes, I look good. I look good. Now, I still say I look all right, but by this morphia is you looking good and you said, oh, there's still so much I can do. I look terrible. I look gross. He did do that. Oh. No, I did. Go ahead, Joy. <laughs> I don't understand people who like they're like I'm surrounded by people who are so-called health conscious Mm -hmm. when they're talking about food but I and it kills me because like they say pasta and bread are the same thing first of all no they're not if you eat pasta that's okay okay I get it it's a grain but that's not bread Okay, there are two different textures, and it kind of pisses me off a little bit when they when they eat something that, with grain. It could be it could be a tortilla chip. Well, I've already had that bread for today. I don't need any more bread. <laughs> uh, that just, just makes me so upset because it's like, first of all, well, I'm gonna eat it because, and then they look at you weird. Because you're eating it bread for the second time today, adding more carbs to yourself. But uh, there, I didn't have any bread today. I had a, some tortilla chips, or I had some pasta earlier on, mm-hmm. or soup. Or, oh, oh my gosh, this person knows who I am, and so they're listening. They're probably laughing at me. Mm-hmm. But this person eats soup. Like you go, you know, you go to Olive Garden and you get that ganuki soup. Mm-hmm. It has the it has like two or three dough doughy bits in it, like like chunks of dough. Uh-huh. It, and so that two or three bit is apparently bread. So they have to limit themselves on the intake of bread that they eat at the table. Mm. Oh, I've already had the bread. The, the soup is enough bread for me. Soup mm-hmm. and bread have never been bread. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry, you guys. The podcast where I was really frustrated about that because that really pisses me off when people try to look at me and what I eat. Just because you're eating healthy or what you deem healthy, that doesn't mean that I'm eating unhealthy or what you deem unhealthy. Yeah. That really pissed me off about so-called fitness culture. Just because you think you're a part of fit, you're a part of the fitness world, that doesn't make you an expert on it. It just gives yeah. you your opinion. 
Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah, that's I completely good point. agree. Yeah, let's with, talk about that. Agree with you, Joy. Um, so let's talk about basically how my fitness regimen may not work out for Gabby. Uh, I'm a I'm a, a bigger woman, so for me, uh, even though I do con- don't always limit my carbs, I try my best. But Gabby is very strict in what she does and what she would do is definitely not something that I would do or that I could feel comfortable doing period um, ever ever like I could never <laughs> feel comfortable limiting as much as she actually limit it wouldn't it not it's not that I can't do it it's just that it's not oh, something goodness. that uh allows me to feel the energy that I feel whenever I eat more carbs but maybe thing, Gabby can lighten yeah, that let me knows all about because I would part. never here's the thing during the summer when I'm cutting or uh, the spring, that means I'm, uh, you know, trying to lose weight to get shredded. So I'm reducing my carbs to very little. I don't have no bread. I don't have no rice. Uh, most I have is like some oatmeal and some sweet potatoes and vegetable. That's the most carbs I get. And so I would never tell KT to eliminate all of the carbs out of her diet. Everybody has different goals as to what they want to achieve. I don't think KT wants to get shredded so you can see her veins. Maybe she does. If she does, then she can do what I'm doing. But most of the time, you know, people, like you said, Joy, a lot of times these folks be on some bro science stuff. Like it's not even, they they don't even know what they're talking about. They just know that, you know, if you don't eat bread, then you might lose some weight. And so then they just go about, you know, proselytizing it to everybody and being annoying and overbearing. So, yeah, that's definitely a part of fitness culture. As soon as somebody, it's like, you know, I ain't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. You know, like when folks first get saved, like them first Christian, them Christians that like, just get saved. I you going to go there. And then they just, they just go, yeah, every single thing is about, oh, the Lord, this, the Lord, that, the Lord. Like, people ain't even asking about it. And, you know, they kind of become overbearing. But eventually, you know, they might tone back. But, yeah, that's what some people need to do. You know, people start losing weight and then they think they're fitness experts. So, yeah, they de- they definitely need to. We or we definitely need to watch how we speak to people and how we treat them and address them and try not to be judgy and overbearing because that definitely turns a lot of people off from um, pursuing. Ooh, let me tell you a quick story Go about ahead. you, Gabby and my mama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember. But I was like, you know, let's go to, you know, at, at school. When we went to the gym a cu- those couple of times. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, my mom, I was told my mom, I said, yes, I'm working out. You know, I'm doing, I'm, I, you know, stop asking me. Uh-huh. And so, she asked me what I was doing. And she said, no, do not. That's not what you need to be doing. That Ooh. girl has got you all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's like, she's like, you're adding to your arms you're not losing anything she was just oh my god <laughs> she's like she's like tell her too because she's doing it wrong too <laughs> <laughs> i told her what i was doing i told her what i was doing with my with the like you know you had me on the arm thingy yeah and she was like that is going to add to you that is not going to subtract already a heavier through this area and that's what you were trying to work on right i'm like yes ma'am 
He's like, you need to tell her. <laughs> well, I'm glad I know this info because Gabby really be having me on some stuff. Hmm. I actually know what I'm talking about, Mount TJ Walker. Interesting. You might know really? now, but you didn't know back then. <laughs> I, but I, I, but I was doing it right. I didn't know much, but I, didn't, but now I'm getting, you know, I'm getting an understanding now. Yeah, you were adding, and I was trying to subtract. That no, one no, no. Because here's the thing. This is let's let's get into a little bit of science. If you want Ooh. to burn fat and burn calories post workout, the easiest way or the most effective way to do that is by weight training. Calories, you are going to lose some water weight. You are going to lose a little bit of fat or whatever. But as soon as you finish uh, doing cardio, then you're, that's over with. But uh, when you lift weights, after your body is has torn it down while you've been weight training and building it back up, that's burning calories. So it helps to burn uh, fat quicker by incorporating yep. weight training. Now, if you do that's cardio true. all day, you'll be skinny, but then you're going to be flabby skinny because you ain't got no muscle on your body so mm-hmm. i'm trying to make sure y'all are balanced out <laughs> but we can debate it all right so let's uh, <laughs> let's, move, let's move on here also, as we as you guys can tell like fitness culture kind of shapes how some of our lives have played out um but i'm curious as to what you guys think about is fitness culture racist um the reason i say that absolutely like if you look at instagram models and and things like that in the fitness world or if you're even even if you're just on uh you know fitness uh blogs or or fitness websites and things like that it's all white people all skinny white uh either men or skinny white women so do you think that fitness culture is racist or that, you know, it just doesn't have enough um, representation? Let me tell you, I, I, I think I don't know what uh, what are you talking about specifically, specifically, like if you're looking, I don't know about professional workout people, but if you're just looking at the toneness and fitness of people who are wanting their bodies on social media, then yes, it's 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 severely racist. Well, not racist, but severely dominated by one in particular, white people, especially white women. From what I've seen, now white women have this uh, strange new obsession with the butt, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be big, and it's supposed to be you know, oh look, if you lift it up, it falls down and it bounces. And I didn't know, you know, that I I knew that white people wanted, you know, to be like black people. So, so my um this friend tells me, she's like, oh, white people just want to be like black people. That's why they're doing this. But black women seriously judge themselves based on what they see on the social media side. Uh, Joy, I'm going to talk about, because Katie's talking about the racism in uh, fitness culture and why there's not a lot of uh, black fitness people on Instagram. From the black women that you know versus the white women that you known or have known, do you think black women are working out as much as white women? I think depends. Let me look at this. Let me think about it for a second. I think so. To me, I well, I feel like first of all, white people as a culture work work out more to me that I'm seeing than mm-hmm. black 
people as a culture. Yeah. But as far as um, now, now I think it's beginning to be uh, an equal, equal as far as, you know, work and who works out um, in, in the media. All you see all black women are all women basically now look if you're in a spotlight you're basically look look the same big your boobs are big your butt is big your waist is thin and mm-hmm. like a like a little hourglass shape and that's how they want you to look and that's how um most people most women in the media in general look and i think black women work out now more, more to look like the black women that are in the media now. Hmm. Because I oh yeah, I think it's pretty okay. Okay. Because I was thinking, as far as just from my family and what I see, I don't know that many black women is working out and while working out consistently, and um, yeah. especially compared to my white counterparts, and more of them, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, I just went for a run," you know, at Shelby Farms. Or I just, you know, I just uh, went to the gym, you know. Um, I don't, I think it, we, and people have talked about it. Is it because of their hair? They don't want to mess up their, their hair. They don't want to sweat out their perm. Is it because of no, uh, lack of access? Is it because of this? Is it because of that? that? But I think, I think regardless, I think it's just the fact that a lot of maybe I might be wrong. Maybe we need to do some research. But as far as the women that I know, black women I know, majority of them are not working out on a daily basis. So maybe that is a, one of the reasons why you you don't see that many of them uh, in the media. I mean, there's also the reason the the media's racist, but there's also the fact that compared to our white counterparts and maybe other races, we just aren't as um, physically active for fun is um other races but yeah i can't I mean, say that most i can't say that most of my friends whenever i'm trying to go do something like if i want to play paintball oh well uh, i'm not really don't want to try to do that or laser tag i don't want to run or if i'm going out with the boys mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we're going to the park my friend will be like oh i don't want to you know i just got my hair done i don't want to sweat and i'm like mm-hmm. huh and it's just it's so weird because when I do say, hey, let's go here, they don't want to go because most of the time now, especially because I have my uh, cousins with me, they're, we go somewhere active to burn yeah. off that energy. Yeah. But nowadays, they get, they, they're, they're upset if I don't ask. But when I ask, they don't want to go. So I don't want to. Yeah. That's I don't know. Uh, well, I get uh, somebody here that can can uh, add to it. Why do you think a lot of black women aren't working out, Mama? Well, I think that a lot of uh, black women may not be working out because maybe we don't understand or see the importance of it because we have to deal with these chillings. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's a. Well, you black women do have a lot of stresses going on. They probably not, might not have time to make time for the gym. There's a lot going on. Maybe that is something. I don't know. Well, my mom makes time, honey. Like, oh, yeah. she's downstairs. I can get her. My mom is a workout person. She, uh-huh. before she goes to work, she goes to work out. Even if she's late for work, she will tell a client, hey, you know, do you really need to come in right now at one o'clock or can you make two thirty? Mm. 
Some people have that drive. Some people have it. And, you know, some people are born with it. You know, I, I, let me see how I started working out. I started working out because I used to, I guess I was grown up. I grew up in it. My dad used to always go to the gym. And I used to go play basketball. And then when I get big enough, I would go in the gym with him and work out. Then when I started playing, when I played basketball in high school, we worked out there. When I went to college, I worked out. I've just, I've always been active and working out. So maybe that's, but I know a lot of people might not have the experience. They might not have a parent that goes to the gym every day or something like that. And th- therefore, they've not been exposed to that type of stuff. I just got lazy. I used to be so active. And, and growing up, I did tennis. Uh-huh. I I really was supposed to go to college on a tennis scholarship. Yeah. However, at college, I went crazy because I had never really been on my own before, obviously. Mm-hmm. And what nobody telling me, hey, you have to do this, you have to do that. Yeah, yeah. And and so I just I really let myself go because I wasn't I was just too free. I never eaten fast, a lot of fast food. And I blame my mom for this because we, we generally didn't grow up with a lot of fast food. Huh. So when I got to college and I tried Taco Bell for the first time, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like, yes. And then I went to like, I was just obsessed with fast food because, you know, I didn't have it growing up. So that and not working out really worked against me. Okay. 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 I got you. Hell, college. Ooh, listen, we can talk about that freshman 15 in a second. KT, what, what about your freshman experience? Freshman 45, honey. Ooh, Lord. Um, <laughs> oh, so I got to I gotta explain mine. Um, I've always been, believe it or not, like, even though I'm, I'm fat and things like that, I've always been really active. Whenever I was in high school, um, I ran a lot. I did lots of walking, lots of running. I wasn't ever in track because I was too fat for it, but I did do a lot of running and walking and things like that. Uh, and uh, then whenever, uh, like, I went, I went through this really hard time with my mom and with some other things, and like, fitness became really unhealthy for me. Uh, like, I was being like starving myself and then like working out excessively. And so, like, once I stopped doing that or once I got healthier, like, my weight kind of bloomed and I got bigger. But, like, that did never really stop me from still being uh, active. Uh, and then, like, during college, uh, I didn't really have access to working out and things like that. So I wasn't working out as much. But then, like, the after college, um, whenever I... Uh, was hanging out with some friends and things like that. Eventually, I got back into uh, working out. So I think, like, for me, fitness has always been a little thing that's in the back of my head that says, hey, you know, uh, this will make your your heart feel better or you'll feel happier or you'll feel a bu- boost of energy after this. So it'll help you out. And, and fitness has helped me um, significantly mentally as well it makes me more positive so the, i guess our this this episode isn't really to say that fitness is you know a negative thing 
Um, but it can become toxic. Toxic. So how can it become toxic? We talk a little bit about, um, you know, how Joy has to deal with people, you know, policing what she eats. And um, in T.O. Black, we talk a little bit about how, you know, I've been trying to tell you, KT, to go to the gym for the longest. But you didn't want to listen to me. And I told you about all the benefits of it. And you didn't want to hear it until you finally went. And now you speak about the joys of of uh, working out. So what, what did I do wrong when I was trying to? when I was trying to uh, convert you to to working out again and what what do people need to do better when they're trying to convince people because how do how do we have those conversations about um uh getting yourself together without people being offended and feeling attacked so for me it was kind of like and I'm just starting at the beginning for me it was kind of like a Jehovah's Witness knocking on your door trying to force you to believe in God Mm -hmm. like it's not something that someone else can like put you onto. It has to be something that you mentally, physically are ready to move forward with. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's something that, you know, you could have ever like pushed me or anything like that. Uh, I think also it kind of reminds me of like whenever you're in high school and your mom is telling you to clean your room, even though you were about to clean your room and then it pisses you off because she told you, even though you were already going to do it. And so then you don't want to do it because she told you to do it. And so oh like that sounds petty and childish, but at the same time, like that's kind of how it felt is that you were trying to push me to do something that I absolutely did not want to do. And it, it was a personal journey for me that one, I had to be mentally ready for and I just wasn't there. So you honing on me all the time about maybe you should go to them. Maybe you should go to the gym. Are you, do you want to go to the gym? Are you going to go to the gym? Are you going to do this? It wasn't something that was going to make me go because it, to me, it just sounded rude. And like you, you wanted me to be something uh, that I wasn't mentally ready for at that time. And don't make it seem like I was hitting you up every day saying, let's go. To go. Do you want to go to the gym? But you were oh, like no, you were kind no, of pushy. No. Yes, this you is, were. This, you this, were this, kind this, of. This is what happened. If no, you were. Listen, listen. listen. No, no, you no, no, listen. no, you listen. You, you talk all time. No, you always had to push me and be very, very pushy. And me and you had a conversation about. It. I know you remember this. We talked about it like four different times about how. Whenever, and you actually admitted it yourself, whenever someone finally does what you want them to do, or whenever someone, uh, or whenever you finally get to the point where that person is doing whatever, you know, you actually initially wanted them to do, that you may sometimes become very overwhelming and very pushy. Mm. And um, that's what happened. And so it was very hard for me to actually want to go to the gym. Whenever it was, it was too overwhelming for me to do it. No, 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 no. no. Let me, let me give y'all the, the, the real. No, okay. no. The most of the times when I would bring it up was times when, uh, Katie would be like, "Ooh, I feel so down. I feel so sad. Oh, I just have no energy. I this, I that, and that." I'm like, "Hey, why don't you try uh doing uh a little workout or something on YouTube or something like that? That always helps me. Uh, it gets me real energized. If I'm feeling down, it helps me feel happy. This, that, and the other. You just don't want me to be fat." Yeah, 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 yeah. Girl, that like, is not that's how what you, you said. That's what you said. That's what you said. I would be like literally on the verge of killing myself and I wanted to die. 
And Gabby would say, maybe you should go to the gym. And it's just like, wow, thanks. thanks. She would never say, I'm about to, I'm literally about to die. She goes. You guys. Okay. That sounds exactly (laughs) like me and my sister. Like, my my baby sister, Uh she is so, like, her heart is so good. And it's so right. And I know she really... I know she wants the best for me, uh-huh. but it doesn't come off that way okay. because sometimes of the way she talks to me and sometimes the way she goes about it, she's not a very good communicator. She doesn't know how to say, Hey, you know, it'll be good if you went right now when, and when you're upset, you know, let off some steam. Mm-hmm. And then she just, and then she just doesn't know how to, communicate and that and that, that's a real problem on our hands because even though I know she really wants um something for me, I it just it just, the way she goes about it is horrible. And it's annoying. Like, it's, it's so annoying. Yes. Yeah. Like she so will tell annoying. me she will tell me um anything anything I'm like uh oh she comes home and she checks me. From school, like she'll come home from school and she'll check me. She'll body check me what? and be like, "Oh, you, you, um, you're, uh, oh, I see you're doing something. You look like you're doing something." Or I don't think you're doing anything. You don't want it. You yep. just don't. Want it. And I never said the same thing. No, you never said it that way. But this is how I'm sorry to interrupt you, Joy. But this is how Gabby will do it. One day we, I got into the car and this was after I had worked out a good week and a half and, and done everything I was supposed to write. She said, real she said, no, I'm not. She said, <laughs> wow, uh, your stomach isn't touching the wheel anymore. And I was like, the biggest lie ever. The misconstruing okay. of what then, happened. No, then, no, yesterday, no, no, no. No, let me add to it. Yesterday, <laughs> we were walking and I said, oh. I feel bloated. <laughs> oh, you look bloated. I said, hmm, okay, thank you. The lies. This is what happened. Hey, this is lying. Listen to this, Joy and uh, audience. The that time about the, the thing she said, Katie said, Oh, look at me. Look. Do you notice anything? Oh, I said, Oh, it looked like you lost a little bit of weight in your stomach. She was like, Yeah, girl. <laughs> And then yesterday, no. Then yesterday, <laughs> shut That is my yesterday. Life. Ooh, I feel so bloated. Don't I look bloated? I said, well, you kind of look a little bloated. What? Like both of the times, I was agreeing with exactly what you were saying, and it's a problem. No, first time you was you were supposed to agree and be quiet. Then second time you were supposed to disagree. <laughs> oh, well, I know. See, I, I don't know. The, I don't know the lingo. I don't know the the criteria. <laughs> no, that's not why we're friends. Dang it. Exactly. So she like she'll tell me sometimes. It's her words are really really harsh. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really know how to express herself other than just being direct. And she's like, I'll be a good a good work a workout coach uh, a good workout li- a life coach i was like no your people your person will commit suicide the way you talk to me mm-hmm. like it's horrible so yeah. um like you say katie um you work out and you do everything they ask you to do and i did so good we went to the gym and i was like yes and i was doing good yeah she asked me to do 150 sit-ups i did 150 oh sit-ups she asked me to you know sweat in the steamer with her i love it so i do it you know of course we went upstairs to the um 
uh, workout thing. And you know, the little ball and balloon I referenced earlier, uh-huh. trying to do those sit-ups, you know, that where you stand and you have to make yeah. your legs go up. Yeah. Okay. So she told, she could do those, but she can do those because she does them on a regular basis while she's training. She's a wonderful tennis, uh, star uh-huh. at, uh, her college, you know, I brag on her anyway, mm-hmm. but, um, so she does it and she does it well. The dude we went with, he did it and he did it well. He is an athlete. They're friends. Okay. You guys are both athletes. And then she says, go ahead. It's your turn, Joy. It's your turn. And so I'm like, well, I I don't really want to. So everybody goes, they both go before me. Yeah. She's like, all you have to do is 10. I do five in a row because I didn't want to seem like I was struggling. So I did one. And I did, I did it all the way to five. And I was like, oh, I can't do no more. You know, yeah. I literally can't do anymore. I feel like I, it was in the weight section where all the guys are. And I feel like everybody was looking at me. They might not have been looking, but that is what I felt like. Okay. And so she told me when I didn't want to do any more after five, she was like, you just don't want it. You don't want it. You don't want it. And it killed me. Like that made me so upset. Mm-hmm. I just. I had to walk away because I was starting. I could feel myself finna cry. Yeah. And I wasn't going to give her that satisfaction because she already thinks I'm emotionally weak. So I just walked away and I had to leave. And so I went to the same room and I just had to get myself together. No. I told her. And then when I, when I left out and she's like, are you upset with me? I'm like, yes. You, you, I said, you almost made me cry. She's like, Why? I was like, you're rude to me. Like you, I did everything you asked me to do. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I can't do anymore, because I felt, you know, like I, it was too much for me mentally. Like it was really a stressful situation to me. Yeah. And I don't understand. I think she understood that because we're sitting, first of all, first of all, it was a really cute guy next to me. And I know he was looking at me. Secondly, <laughs> So I know that for a fact. But secondly, we were in in uh, in a um guy testosterone field out of the gym. Yeah, like it, and it really got to me because I didn't want them to be looking at me, you know, judging me. Like you know, look at all that fat she pushing up, and then it just killed. It just it just I don't know. She's like Lexus, you're not even fat, like. You know, it, it's, it's not, you know, you just got a stomach and like, you need to calm down and just do it. It. I'm like, you're not listening to me. Mm. You made me cry because you were insensitive to me. And instead of saying, hey, OK, you did a great job today. You told me I just didn't want it. Yeah. And this is after going out of my way, doing something that, yes, it benefits me. But I did it because I wanted to make you happy. And right there, I think and she's like, well, you don't do it for me. You don't do it for me. Just for you. It ain't for me. Well, yeah, it is for me. And it's from my body. But I'm doing it because of you. So therefore, I'm doing it for you. If you the one who feel like you motivated me enough to get me to this place, then you should want to take part in my victory or success. Yep. Yep. Right there. I think. I think that's really what it comes down to is that. A lot of times we do things not to please ourselves, and, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Is like whenever Gabby would try to push me to go to the gym, I didn't do it because I 
did not want to fail. Uh, I didn't want to fail. I didn't, I didn't want to, to feel like I was doing this because she told me to do it or because I felt like I needed to please her. Uh, I needed to be on a fitness journey or I needed to be on my, my fix myself, quote unquote, so to speak, um, on my own terms, not on anybody else's. And, uh, so this kind of goes into the next topic that, uh, I basically want to know, you know, what are a few things that you guys think that you can do to keep yourself, uh, safe physically and mentally in the fitness culture or within the culture that we live in now that always talks about nutrition. That's always talking about, you must go to the gym and things like that. Well, I think with me, it's, um, Ooh, it's a lot. Well, I think it's mainly uh, being honest with myself, setting reasonable goals and expectations and what I want to accomplish and um, not getting too discouraged. Like today I woke up and I felt a little bloated. I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I have to go to the gym. And and so it's that. Like, I'm not, I have to remind myself, I'm, I'm not getting head. paid. Like, them, I'm not on Instagram getting paid for my body yet. So, I don't, my body don't have to be 100% on point. So, if I have a little bit of chub, a little bit of flub here, a little bit of, of water weight or something like that, it's not the end of the world. And that's why I have to keep reminding myself. And, uh, yeah. But I, as far as nutrition and stuff. Uh yeah, I'm getting myself in point. KT actually needs to learn something, and I'm gonna call her out because she calls me out about being fat phobic or whatever. I'm gonna call KT out about being skinny phobic because this summer I was living my best life. Thing. I was living my best life. What I was, is this thing? Huh? No, it's not. It is. That's this. Listen, because no, this this will happen, Joy. I was living my best life. I was. I, I'll get real shredded down. I get real toned down. I was. Ooh, I was looking good. And uh, I seen KT's picture. I was like, look, hey, muscles. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you are too skinny. I am scared. I'm calling the doctor. This, then, the other. Just, like, crushed my hopes and dreams. I was so offended. And I said, if the cards, the tables were turned, and I had the audacity to say anything that she told me, I never did anything. (laughs) But I let it go. All right, so let let me defend myself. Uh, because Gabby had been at a camp for a week and I uh, hadn't ate anything but protein bars in a week. So <laughs> because not not on my not by my own fault. I was eating listen, protein bars. Listen, and wait, I gotta I gotta set it up. Protein bars and veggie meat because that's all they really had. I wasn't eating carbs at that time. So not only was she only eating protein bars, but also she uh was playing basketball for like three or four hours a day in the hot sun. So she was doing, exerting a lot more calories than she was actually taking in. So it was very unhealthy. She wasn't doing it correctly like she should have been. Number one. Mm. Number two is that (laughs) even though she was saying, oh, look at me, look at me. There was, she, she had no muscles. I didn't um, have muscles. Her, she had absolutely <laughs> no muscle. And I still have the picture. The shit. But she had absolutely no muscles, okay? Offended All she was, and I promise you, 
It literally scared me is because <laughs> I have never seen her that skinny in my entire life. Now, Gabby is a thin person. She's probably like, what, 20% body fat at max? Like, she's probably not even 20% body fat. She's all lean muscle and literally, like, has one one little skin. Her skin, she thinks is fat. It is. So, I I was just trying to let her know that, you know, the way you're going about this is not healthy, and I don't feel like this is a safe weight for you, and I may not know your body, like, you know your body, but the way you look now, it does not look healthy and does not look safe. Now, Um, imagine me saying that to her, them same exact words. It would have been the apocalypse. Um, I have not. But, but no, ain't no but. It's the same just thing. Like, just a- like her, mm. just like her, always oh trying God. to me with the. Uh, I, I was. I only had her intentions, her best intentions at heart. It was never to harm her or hurt her in any way. Oh. Podcast well, audience, sorry. Podcast audience, uh, <laughs> tell me about that. Wasn't that skin skinny phobia? Skinny phobic. It's called podcast world. Podcast world. Sorry, girl. Say it. Yeah, it's not real. It's skinny phobic. Cause listen, just think about it. If the roles were reversed, and I said the same thing about her, it would have been over. (laughs) So I just want to put that out there. I'm not saying, ooh, you're so ooh, go to the doctor. Ooh, your body. I'm not allowed to ever eat hot Cheetos unless you're around. No, listen, listen, listen. Oh my gosh, Katie is it. She just started everything out with no historical reference. Ina, Ina, let's stay on track. (sighs) But anyways, I'm I'm going to do better about uh, my body, the way I view my body. And uh, yeah, I'm going to make gains this winter. Anyways, uh, next person, what are y'all going to do better? (laughs) The question was, <laughs> what can you do to keep yourself safe mentally and physically in a world that oh. is so honed on about uh, fitness and uh, nutrition and things like that? And Gabby said, let me answer. Well, let me answer. Shame on. <laughs> I'm just going to shame KT on this one. <laughs> Go ahead, Joanne. Uh, what, what I do, like the gym is great and I love going to the gym especially with my gym because it has a sauna and a steam room. And so those things is I really, whenever I go to the gym, I really don't go upstairs to where the machines and workout places are because I feel like I don't need to. Uh (laughs) So I'll go to the steam room and I'll, you know, do my hundred and something sit-ups, my, uh, then go to the uh, sauna and do my jumping jacks, mm-hmm. you know, and then just do everything I need to do there while because it's sweating. You're, you know, you're sweating in those places. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what I need to do. And that's what I do at the gym. But to keep me mentally healthy and physically healthy, I work out at home. Okay. And because because let's just face it, exercise is something that everybody needs to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, you have to do it to be healthy. It's just a proven fact. Yeah. But you ha- you can do it in your own way, in your own terms. And the way I do it is when everybody's sleeping, because I'm a late person, I, can, I like to stay up really late. Uh, I stay up to five or six in the morning. Ooh. But that's just me. And so I'll get up when three o'clock in the morning when I know everybody's sleeping. 
and I dance. And I have full dance routines, like, they go from beginning to end. Like, you just don't even know. And sometimes when I don't feel like a routine, I just dance like I'm in a show. Like, I'll go into our, uh, what is it called? Our room on the little side of our house, our little theater room. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, put my headbuds in and close the door, make sure they can't hear me and I don't wake nobody up. (laughs) And I just start dancing. And so, actually, I've seen a lot of progress from that physically, and it helps me because music helps me emotionally. Yeah. So, therefore, I'm being helped mentally yeah. and emotionally as well. So, what am I, what, what, what do I do? Um, number one, I don't follow any accounts on Instagram uh, that make me feel shitty about myself. Um, that way, I can be, like, I can pick something that... Or stay on track with something that aligns with me and my body. And I don't get depressed or upset because I don't look like someone else. Uh, because I'm not them. I'm myself. And my journey is different than theirs. Mm-hmm. So that's number one for me. Uh, number two, I also always listen to my body. I think that's really important. And sometimes we forget that. Uh, especially if we're doing like high intensity training or something like that. And then... You know, we'll get out of breath and we're like, oh, well, that's just the workout. I should just keep going. Sometimes uh, working out too hard can be uh, counterproductive to helping you out. So that's another thing I do. And then also I always pick something that um, that I can consistently maintain. So right now. Uh, going to the gym every other day works out for me. There's I. I just, if I get set myself that goal of going to the gym every day, then that would not be something that was attainable or that I could actually reach. So, um, yeah, that's, that's basically what I do. Last thing, just tell us, tell everybody, talk about what can be done to make fitness culture better. Uh, in a gym, I want to see more fat people. Uh, especially at the front desk. I think that's really important. And, uh, it, it makes it more inclusive, inclusive showing fat people showing fat people uh and it makes me feel more comfortable is it sad am i being a part of fitness culture if i see these beautiful young women at church are like li- little little 10 and whatever and 14 and i see that they're their mother and their father are on the heavy side and i just know like the the oldest girl, she's in middle school and the people are cruel and she has a whole b- lot of self-esteem issues. And I really just want to take her and be like, hey, I can't speak for me because I'm not, I'll be a hypocrite, but we should really, you know, try to work out together because she has body image issues. Does that mean I'm a part of uh, fitness culture, the bad part? Still, that's still really kind of gross because it's like, you're assuming because she's fat that she has self-image issues. I mean, does, no, does, no, is she that why? does. No, she because does. Because she, she is fat. No, she has talked about it with my mom. With my mom, she was her, my mother was her Wednesday school teacher, mm-hmm. and she talks about how kids tease her because of the way she looks and how she's not, you know, exactly happy, but she doesn't know what to do about it, and none of her family knows what to do either because they're they're just not invested in that and she didn't know what to do 
So that's why I if say it's honest. Like as a fat person, bad. I think that my she's not fat, but she's but just like not self image issues. Right. As as far as I go and my self esteem issues, I've had them for a really long time. Ever people made fun of me at school. That's just the thing the kids do. I'm not saying it's right, but that's what happens. Um, but the the best place to start, the number one thing place to start is not uh, projecting your own image issues on them, saying, hey, let's go to the gym. I think the best place to start would be like, how do you think that you could love you better? Okay, so I, that's that's the way I should go about it because she's like, she has said that that's why she doesn't feel feel good about herself, but she doesn't know how to talk to her parents about it mm. because they're, they're because they she doesn't think that they'll know what to do or they'll appreciate her or take what she's saying seriously. So that's why that's why I suggested working out. But I mean, I can't you know always speak to that because I'm a hypocrite. I really work out like I should, mm. you know. So I didn't know what to say. When my mom told me that. And I want to help her. I just don't know how to do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's she's really important. She's like. She's like. One of the best little people I know. In middle school. If I had known people like her. Back in middle school. I would have probably had some friends. What? <laughs> well we want to thank you. All of our uh, lovely lovely listeners. Loyal listeners. It's becoming, it's almost the end of the year. We want to thank you so much for listening and sharing our podcast with your friends. We're continuing to grow and we can't do it without you because, I mean, if we try to do it ourselves, we'd only have three plays. So we thank you for uh, listening and sharing it with your friends. Remember, you can listen to Talk It Out podcast on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Talk It Out, as well as Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Stitcher, Google Play, Pod, um, Pocket Cast, wherever you can find a podcast, we're there. Uh, hit us up on social media. Tell us what you thought about this episode. Do you think fitness culture is a real thing? Do you think that we are being overdramatic? Do you think KT is skinny phobic? Go to facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast. Instagram at talkitoutpodcast. And Twitter at talkitoutpodcast. Let us know. Also, remember, we have lots of uh, wonderful merch at tiopodcast.com slash shop. Shop there. Support your girls. And uh, we love y'all. So, uh... This has been your girl Gabby, Joy, and Katie. And this has been Talk It Out. Talk it out. Talk it out.